on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brew October, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan. Here's the pitch to Lorenzo Kane. Ground ball to short. Double play ball to second one. On to first. Double play. Game over. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee with Jerry Augustine, here's Matt Pauley. 8-3, Brewers end up falling to the Dodgers. They have lost the series, and now there is just one, just one, thankfully, game remaining in the regular season before the Brewers can start to ramp things back up and get set for the postseason. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here as well. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Or you can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We are taking you all the way till 1230 in the morning. Have you for the next hour talking uh, all things Brewers baseball. Augie, I don't know about you, but for me, it's kind of a repeat of yesterday. Look, we're already getting texts and tweets from people just freaking out about the way this team is playing down the stretch of the season. It could mean something. It might not mean anything. There's really no way to know until the postseason gets started. But more than anything else, they play another game today that doesn't have that doesn't mean that much for them. They just gave Corbin Burns a little bit of a tune-up. That was the plan going in for him to pitch a very very short day, and then they'd Colin Ray go from there. I just I have a really hard time putting much substance into what's going on with these games right now. I, I agree with you, Matt. I, I think you're just trying to finish the season. You want to get your work in. You want to get your at-bats. And uh, you you got to give credit to the Dodgers. You look at what the Dodgers done have done against the Brewers. They've hit six home runs in two days, 16 runs. In their last four games, they've hit 17 home runs and scored 35 runs. Applying pressure on the Giants is what they want to do. They still have an opportunity with the Giants losing today. They have have the opportunity. But as far as the Brewers today with, with Corbin Burns, it was just about going out and getting that out and getting that good feeling. You could tell. In the first inning, he was struggling a little bit with his slider. Couldn't get the break slider where he wanted to locate it and got himself in a little bit of trouble. I thought Turner hit Trey Turner hit a nice pitch on the outside part of the plate. Muncy forced to walk and then and then Justin Turner got that slider up where he can handle it and hit the ball at the ballpark to give him the lead. But the second inning he was really good, commanded all his pitches, got the work done that he needed. He didn't if you don't uh, let him pitch today, which was his option, he's gonna have a long layoff. And I think what he wanted to do is just go and get some work and he did. But the Brewer offense, yeah. Urias pitched a really good ball game after that first inning. Also, he had a great, great, great uh, uh, quality pitches, especially with that his secondary pitches and pitched the ball very well. And and but the Brewers came back in that ninth, put some runs on the board. So it's, it's one of those games where you 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 got one more game to play, then you go into playoffs. The Brewers got some more work in, but I really did like to see where the Brewers scores a couple of runs in the ninth inning. 
Yeah, they they put a little something together against uh, against Price there right at the end after they would really been stymied only one hit through the first eight innings. You give Urias credit; he gets his twentieth win of the year. Uh, if Corbin Burns talked to the media just a little while, he said that he was basically given a choice before the game whether he just does not pitch at all or whether he has just kind of a tune-up. And he went with uh, the tune-up. He throws forty-two pitches. That's as far as they were going to have him go. When it happened, everybody was worried that maybe he was injured. That certainly was not the case. No injury for him. Uh, They just got him a little bit of time here before he gets set to, I would say, presumably start game two of the NLDS against Atlanta. I think it's going to be Brandon Woodruff in game one and Burns in game two. Uh, Craig Council has already said tomorrow you're not going to see Brandon Woodruff. You're not going to see uh, Freddie Peralta. So your uh, your top line starters that you're going to see in the postseason, their seasons have now come to an end. That happened as soon as Corbin Burns came out of the game today. If you want to uh, join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Dodgers by an 8-3 score. We're back with more in a moment on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan on WTMJ. The pitch. Swing and a line drive. That's down the left field line. That is a fair ball. Up against the wall on a bounce. Adamas is going to be held at third. The throw goes to second, not in time. Eduardo Escobar with a one-out double. The Brewers have second and third with only one away. Brewers come up short. They end up losing to the Dodgers tonight, 8-3. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here as well. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Augie, I'd love to be able to hop in the DeLorean and have something change and see how it might have impacted the game. Because when when the Brewers struggled against St. Louis at home, I kept talking about the games not being evenly matched uh, just because of what the Cardinals were playing for. And I repeated a million times over and over again, it's going to be more equal during the Mets series because those games are going to be more equally yoked. And what happens, the Brewers sweep through the Mets. Now it's a situation where the Dodgers are really playing for something, and the door opened up today in a big way because now all of a sudden it's not the most unlikely scenario that maybe the Dodgers steal the NL West because if the Dodgers can win tomorrow and if the Padres knock off the Giants, there's a game 163 that then comes up and that's that's not crazy to think that those two things could happen. It looked like a, a crazy thing just a couple days ago, but now all of a sudden the way things have played out, it is it is certainly a possibility. So these games are very one-sided in terms of the stakes favoring the Dodgers. Augie, I, I think today's game would have looked completely different had 
the Giants beat the Padres earlier in the day where they would have knocked the, the Dodgers out of contention. And if, if that would have happened, we very easily could be talking about a very different-looking game at this moment. Oh, I totally agree. I think when you look at the, the game, and especially when the Padres beat the, beat the Giants, and we all know about one game, 163. We were involved in it just a couple years ago in its, in its importance. But, you know, the Dodgers were. The Dodgers had a lot to play for tonight. And you could see from their at-bats and the way they approached it. And, and Urias throwing the ball so well and allowing him to go in that six and third innings. Uh, you could tell that it means just that much more to this ball club to possibly get that going to tomorrow, get the win. And if the Giants are, are, are beaten by the Padres, we have that game 163. But it does mean a lot to Dodgers. And they play, they they were out there. They swung the bat very well. They've been swinging the bat real well, especially in the home run category. But with the Brewers, it's about getting your work in, being able to get at bats. And i tell you what, I, I got to give a, a lot of uh, a kudos to Ray tonight by pitching six innings, seven hits. I think it sets up what Craig wants to do tomorrow. And we already found out that, and you said you uh, said it earlier, that Freddie Peralta and Woody would not be pitching tomorrow, that it's probably going to be a bullpen day. And I think he had it set up that he wants his bullpen to get a, each guy to get some work tomorrow in that last day of the season, sort of prepared to go in the postseason. So I think it sets up for what the Brewers are trying to do. I think you hit the nail right on the head getting good at-bats, getting the opportunity to get some at-bats, and then yet wait for tomorrow and then get your bullpen a good day's work. I would expect tomorrow that the relievers who are going to have big roles in the postseason are all going to throw an inning or two. Aaron Ashby will get an inning or two. Uh, Brent Suter an inning or two. Hunter Strickland an inning or two. Josh Hader may may throw the ninth just to get them in there. That's kind of that would be my expectation tomorrow. Maybe a you know four or five pitchers cover the game and nobody throws more than two innings. I agree. I, I and I think what you might see Craig do is set him up in a in a similar type situation. You might see a, like a Brett Suter starting game going a couple innings, and then you'll see a Hunter Strickland come in and be that start, that closer for the starter, and then get into the later part of the game, and you're going to get you know Boxberger get his in, get a, get his inning, and 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 uh, Josh also. I think it's going to be set up very similar to way a game would go to to find out how. He's going to use these guys. We all know without Devin Williams, he's going to go situation, and you never. We don't know, especially how he's going to use Boxberger in that eighth inning yet. But tomorrow we'll get some idea of it. That all relievers will get some work work tomorrow, and that's what he wants to do: get each a reliever some work, get him ready for the playoffs. Yeah, you mentioned Colin Ray. His numbers aren't great. He went six innings, five runs on seven hits, five strikeouts, no walks. But this is one of those days where. Bluntly, the numbers don't matter. His ability to stay in the game matters. And he's someone who's been a starter. He was starting uh, overseas earlier. He's been a starter throughout his career. So he was, he was already somewhat stretched out. Clearly, this was the plan going in, and it worked out to perfection that once they were done with Burns, they did not have to go to anybody other than Ray the rest of the way. I think that as far as with Corbin, they're hoping him to go maybe two, three, or four innings. But uh, coming after that first inning where he didn't have that great command, gave up the three runs, the second inning he was really good. Had great command, and that right there Craig decided it was enough. But Colin Rain coming in the game and just going, finishing it, he's, got, he's been a starter. He's been able to stretch him out a little bit. But uh, I, I give him a lot of kudos. He saved the bullpen and allows Craig Council to set up tomorrow exactly how he wants to set it up, going into the postseason. 
The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers uh, fall short. They lose to the Dodgers by an 8-3 score. We continue to break this thing down while also keeping an eye looking towards the postseason. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan on WTMJ. The 3-1. Swing and a fly ball to the left. Turner staring. Yelich back. It is gone. A three-run home run with two outs in this first inning, and the Dodgers have a 3-1 lead. Annex Wealth Management is a proud sponsor of Brew October. It's time to know the difference. If you're ready to put things in order, so are they. Annex Wealth Management provides investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning as a local independent partner. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Matt Pauley and Jerry Augustine continuing to come your way. We take Brewers Extra Innings till 12.30 in the morning after the Brewers fall to the Dodgers by an 8-3 score. Doug texting into the program says this is another example of not hitting against good left-handers. What are they going to do against Max Freed? If Atlanta is smart, they should throw another lefty against them. Let's just get the last game over and hopefully start fresh. Need to get good vibes back. Um, and Doug, we have agreed much of the year when it comes to Brewers' struggles against left-handers. And the, the, the numbers speak for themselves in terms of record. Uh, with the loss today, the Brewers against left-handed starters are 20-19 and 19 compared to 75-47 and 47 against right-handers. That being said, I feel like the Brewers are... Uh, have done better against lefties. We saw them get after Kershaw a little bit yesterday. And as far as what the Braves are going to do, um, they're going to – I have a hard time believing – Max Freed, I think, is probably going to be their Game 2 starter. That's what I would expect. I believe they've already announced Charlie Morton as their Friday starter, so the the Brewers will face a righty in the first game. I would expect Ian Anderson to go third. Drew Smiley is a left-hander, but he doesn't scare you. Augie, I don't, I don't, uh, Max Freed is a really good pitcher, and he's a left-hander, and quite frankly, as we look ahead to the NLDS, the Freed game is probably the one that does worry me the most, but at the same time, I don't think the Braves are going to try to push a left-hander on just because the Brewers have not been as good against lefties, and that's also not fair to guys who have earned their spots to to have an opportunity to be a starter for Atlanta. Yeah, I think the Atlanta Braves have an, uh, an understanding the direction they want to go, and uh, I would think everybody would think that Charlie Morton would probably be their number one guy uh, starting the playoffs. And Max Fried, really, though, when you look at, I believe his last couple outings have been very good, have been a little bit better, and he's been throwing the ball fairly well. Uh, I could see him being their 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 second guy, and then Ian Anderson after that. But uh, if they have an opportunity to throw a lefty, I would think so. But they, you know, sometimes when when you go on the road and you think about what you have in your starting pitching, you say, "Where's the best situation for each guy that you want to pitch?" And the Brewers, Brewers don't have that that situation when you have three guys like Woody and 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 Bernsey and and Peralta. Uh, these guys are quality guys that can pitch anywhere. Some teams 
like an Atlanta may want free to pitch in Atlanta so I could see them going Morton and Anderson and having Fleet starting the third game in Atlanta that's a possibility and it, it just it just goes to it goes to where you feel your your starting rotation is going to give you best opportunity to win so it'll be interesting to see what they do I know Freed will pitch against us I think it might be the second or even maybe the possibly the third game in Atlanta yeah I don't know that's the uh, I'd, I'd throw him second that's what I would uh that's what I would probably do if I was going to um if I was going to uh make that decision but I'm not Brian Snitker, so uh, so don't know. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Jason in Mequon. Hey, Jason, you are on WTMJ. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good. Oh, that's good. Um, instead of a major league, you know, baseball situation, and you're talking about keeping pitchers loose, why can't they just throw a regular, you know, game off, you know, during nine games? and keep the pitchers loose that way. What's up with that? Why can't they do that? Yeah, Jason, and they, they kind of can. And, again, we you know, Brandon Woodruff was done after his last start, and he's going to have to throw, and he's going to have to ramp it up uh, at some point before his next start, which is probably game number one. Same thing with Freddie Peralta. These guys are going to have some side sessions. But, Augie, you can, you can go out there, and you can throw a side session, and you can try to kind of juice yourself up as much as possible and, and throw hard. But I think from a, from a human standpoint, you're never, in those situations, you're never going to match the intensity that you have inside of an actual ball game. Would you agree with that? Uh, I agree with you totally. And uh, I think what, you, what you're going to see the Brewers do, and because both Woodruff and maybe even Burns and, and Peralta for sure are going to need to do a good side session before they make their next start because they, they, they're going to have five days off. I could see them very well having a little bullpen session and finishing and finishing that bullpen session with a simulated game, getting some hitters up there. There are probably some hitters that want to want to see some pitches, a guy like a Rowdy Tellis and, and some of these guys that, that need to see some pitches, get them up there and really throw a simulated game or a simulated inning per se after they do a, a bullpen session. That is going to happen a lot of times when you have that off time, you want to face hitters. And I think the best thing you can do is to face guys in a simulated situation with a hitter up there that could swing the bat, and I think that's pretty much what the Brewers will do during this this five days five days that they have off before they start on Friday. Is it important in situations like those to also get some ups and downs where you go throw 15, 20 pitches and then you go sit down for 10, 15 minutes and come back out and do it again? They do. It all depends on the pitcher. You know, some guys just like to throw their bullpen session. If they're going to throw a simulated game, they'll go right in and, and get their work done. Some like to say, like, we'll throw a bullpen session, bullpen session, sit down, and then go out. Or they'll go out and face two or three hitters and go sit and then come back. Everybody's a little bit different. It's just a matter of what that individual wants to use in his routine. And uh, I think what the Brewers are going to do, they're going to find out which guy, which guys want to pitch in a simulated game, which guys want to just go face several hitters, which guys want to take a, take a, a seat and give themselves a break. Uh, and, they, and they'll do that probably on Tuesday and Wednesday or thir- and Thursday with the guys that need to pitch.
855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Dodgers 8-3. Corbin Burns gives up uh, three runs in two innings. What does that do in terms of his uh, ERA title chase and the Cy Young Award? We'll discuss that in just a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrush Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan. Ray throws home to Seeger. Swing and a pop-up. Third base side, foul ground. Ray gives chase. It'll be Manny Pena all the way out near the third base coaching box and making the catch. Wow, what a play by Manny Pena. Brewers lose by an 8-3 score to the Dodgers. Corbin Burns goes two innings, gives up three runs on two hits. Jumps his ERA from 2.29 to 2.43. Augie, he still has the best ERA in the National League. However, uh, we expect Walker Bueller to start tomorrow for uh, the Dodgers. And... I did some math on it, and what I figured was that Bueller has to pitch into the ninth inning without giving up a run to get his ERA to a 2.43 or below. I saw Tom Hodricourt tweet out that he needed to get to the six, so maybe I did maybe I did the math wrong. Uh, I don't, uh, but I, I ran it through the ERA calculator and kept adding one more inning, one more inning, one more inning with his current runs to see uh, what it would take to get him down to 2.43. And I had him going into uh, the ninth when I did it. Uh, so that's uh, that's one person who could maybe catch Burns, depending on what happens. Uh, the other scenario that's out there is if the Dodgers win tomorrow and the Giants lose tomorrow, that forces a game 163. 163 is technically part of the regular season. A Max Scherzer could pitch for the Dodgers in game 163, and he could drop his ERA below 2.43. So those seem to be the two scenarios where maybe Corbin Burns does not win the National League ERA title. Well, I, I think that's one reason you saw Corbin uh, pitch like he did today, and you know, we, we, so much was said about when he was when he had the opportunity to throw the no hitter. But I think what he wanted to do is go out tonight and get some get some work. And he had the option; they gave him the option of whether he wanted to go out and pitch, and he did. He wanted to be in that game situation, and that first inning did struggle. He had a little bit of uh, a struggle with his with his slider, couldn't or his cutter couldn't command that slider. Run went back out that second inning. And and he was dynamite, throwing the ball very well. Yes, he could have stayed in the game and pitched four or five innings and, and got the ERA down a little bit lower, but I don't think that's what his job was tonight, to go out there and worry about his ERA. I think it was about getting ready for the postseason, and i tell you what, that's a real team player and a guy who's focused on what needs to be done, and, let's, and whatever happens with the ERA title, let it happen, but he's in a pretty good position, and those guys would have to go out and pitch some pretty good baseball in order to catch him. I still believe that uh, Burns deserves to win the Cy Young. I don't know if he will. Max Scherzer is Max Scherzer. That's a that's a name. That's a that's a veteran guy who's been around a long time, and I'm sure there's a lot of writers who are going to vote Scherzer just because it is Scherzer. But if I had a vote, I absolutely would give it to uh, Corbin Burns, even with his ERA jumping all the way, all the way to two point four three today. He finishes, by the way, with the uh, second lowest ERA in Brewers team history among qualifying pitchers. Uh, Mike Caldwell is the only pitcher who ever had a uh, lower ERA. We were looking at some of his numbers, Augie, when, when Caldwell won, uh, had the uh, had the lowest ERA in Brewers history. 
he threw like 290 innings that year, where, uh, where Burns is right around 160, 170. So it, it makes what Caldwell did that year that much more impressive. Yeah, Mike, was uh, he's amazing. And when you see the style and the way he went about it, he had just had that 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 good he wasn't overpowering he had a little bit of a cut cutter you might call it or a little bit of a slider but he just he could he had a four seam fastball that he located on a dime when he wanted to and his sinker was just devastating when he got when he got in the ball game and he could get that ball over that sink, sinking fastball over the plate he was almost unhittable and not overpowering but commanding the strike zone when he needed to as far as Corbin Burns I think I agree with the Cy Young I think when the when the writers or whoever does the voting on this takes a look at his overall year and sees all the things that he has done from the beginning of the season by going so many innings without without giving up a walk and and the strikeouts the 10 strikeouts in a row and the no hitter he has really accomplished so many things during the year that not many pitchers have been able to accomplish. And that's why I agree with you. I think he should be the Cy Young. It's going to be interesting, but you can't take away from what he's done. He's just had one of those years that's extremely special and is very deserving of, of any award or any accolades that he has coming. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Dodgers tonight by an 8-3 score. We will take a break when we uh, return. First off, the news in two minutes. And then after the news, we will hear the post-game comments of manager Craig Council. Once again, Brewers lose to the Dodgers 8-3. Just one game left before the postseason gets rolling. That's coming up tomorrow afternoon. The post-game comments of manager Craig Council after the news, which is in two minutes here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan on WTMJ. One in the first, one in the ninth. Now Escobar lines one down the left field line fair. Escobar rounds first. He's headed for second. He's going to be in with a double. And that is career hit number 1,000 for Eduardo Escobar. Brewers lose to the Dodgers 8-3. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. As we are into Sunday, into officially the final day of baseball's regular season. Brewers will wrap up the season coming up uh, technically later on today when they match up once again with the Dodgers. Uh, We learned from Corbin Burns when he spoke with the media that essentially Craig Council gave him two choices coming into the game. Don't pitch at all and just have his regular season be over or have a very short tune-up. He chose the tune-up. Manager Craig Council spoke a little bit after uh, Burns' conversation with the media, and uh, he gave uh, his thoughts and uh, gave his take on the way that uh, conversation and the discussions, how they went down between excuse me, between him and Burns. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of how we, we discussed it. And, um, you know, he... he you know, unfortunately, the first inning didn't go great. Made some good pitches, and they, they did a nice job against them and fell behind to Turner, but um, came back with a good inning, and, um, and and that was good. Craig, can you process his regular season at all, or is it so much baseball ahead that it's too premature for that? Yeah, I mean, you know, however you want to say it, it it's been remarkable is what it's been. Um, he, he's... He's had a historical season. He's done things that no pitcher has ever done. Um, and it's, it's been a joy to watch. It's been fun to watch. And I, you know, again, it's what, 
I, I just give Corbin so much credit on how he has kind of built himself um, and proud of him. I mean, I think proud of Chris Hook for his assistance in it. Um, it it's, it's been fun to watch. And I think this is, um, you know, he, he, he had a really good year last year. Um, he had struggles before that, but, but how he's kept getting better um, is something that every player should, should take note of. Greg Corbin said it was, it was important to him to pitch tonight, kind of no matter what, just to not take two weeks off. Do you think that's just, you know, his commitment to the routine has been a big part of his success as well? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been much of the story of Corbin's season is that he, he, um, he wants to be out there It helps him to be out there. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's got this ag- aggressive mentality, um, that wants the challenge. Um, and it, it, it really works for him. And, he, and he's, you know, as much, and he's also channeled that aggression in, in a really good way this year. I think that's, that's another part of him that's, that's improved so much. It's kind of how he handles what's going out, going on during the game, uh, how he's handles in between innings. Uh, there's a competitiveness to him, but there's an ease to him. That's, that's, uh, that's really cool. Craig, Craig, there's a lot of uh, Brewers fans in San Francisco this weekend watching these games. What do you, what do you say to the fans watching there who see Corbin Burns come out? Is it just that you have to do what's right for your team? Is it as simple as that? It is. I mean, we, we're preparing ourselves for next Friday. That's that's our job. I mean, we're trying to win the games, um, but we have to prioritize the things that are going to help us win uh, starting next Friday. And um, that's that's our jobs. Um, that's that's what we're going to continue to do. Uh, Craig, how about what Colin Ray showed you tonight and just cover a bunch of innings and let the other guys get the rest you wanted to give them? Well, Colin did an unbelievable job, and it and it's gonna it sets us up tomorrow to 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 in a in a really good spot um, uh, to to be more effective. I think with our pitching, um, you know, six innings in relief. Uh, you know, he is a starter, but just six, to get six innings, um, you know, not easy to do. He just he threw a ton of strikes tonight, um, and he, he he threw good stuff. He got his, his cutter got going. Um, as the game went on and he got some quick outs with that, but um, it, it put, put us in a good spot for tomorrow and put us in a spot where, where we're essentially going to have a bullpen game tomorrow, but we got a, a lot of fresh pitchers to, to, to do that. Hey, Craig, I apologize if this was asked. I, I lost conductivity from it, but have you been asked about Escobar's 1,000 uh, pit? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks. Um, you know, big big moment for him. I you know I know just from talking to him, he was you know really looking forward to it and a couple of doubles and co- kind of a cool milestone for him, huh? It is. I mean, I think that's a you know I think you get to that some of that close to the end of the year, and it's always nice to achieve it. And it's a you know I think it's a it's a number that um, you know it's it's a sign of longevity. It's a sign of success. Um, and and Eskies. You know, didn't walk into this league as a everyday player necessarily. He's worked his way into that and earned that, um, and made himself a, a really dangerous, dangerous offensive player. And uh, it, w- it was cool that he got it. Hey, Craig, we were talking to Willie 
uh, after a game. You know, he's when he shows that opposite field power, you know, he's got his stroke going. And you, are you happy with what you've seen from him since he's came back and you feel he's all set for the postseason now? Yeah, I, th- I thought he had some great at-bats tonight. Um, and, and you're right. I think, you know, when the fastball goes the other way, um, that, that's a, a great sign for Willie. We've seen that a little more this road trip. So, I think he's in. I think he has is in a really good spot. If you you know go back to last Sunday in, in Milwaukee, um, he's swinging the bat well, and he needed some at bats. Uh, you know, he needed to get those at bats under his belt. Um, but he's in a good place. Magic Craig Council with the media just a little while ago. Brewers fall to the Dodgers eight three. How does it all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next here on WTMJ. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 8-3. The Brewers come up short against the Dodgers. Starting pitching matchup today. Corbin Burns going for the crew. Julio Arias looking for the only 20-win season this year in Major League Baseball going for the Dodgers. It would be the Brewers who would uh, strike first. It happens in the top of the first inning. Willie Adamas with one-out walks. That brings up Eduardo Escobar. The pitch. Swing and a line drive. That's down the left field line. That is a fair ball. Up against the wall on a bounce. Adamas is going to be held at third. The throw goes to second. Not in time. Eduardo Escobar with a one-out double. The Brewers have second and third with only one away. Christian Yelich then has an RBI ground out that scores Adamas and it makes it a 1-0 game in favor of the Brewers. It does not stay that long, very long, however, as in the bottom of the first. With two outs, Trey Turner gets a base hit, then a walk to Max Muncie, and it brings up Justin Turner. The 3-1, swing and a fly ball to the left. Turner staring, Yelich back, it is gone. A three-run home run with two outs in this first inning, and the Dodgers have a 3-1 to lead. Corbin Burns would pitch the second inning, look much better in the second, and turns out that would be it for him. Colin Ray making his Brewers debut. He comes in to pitch in the third. Little do we know we would not see another Brewers pitcher for the rest of the way. Dodgers would add to their lead in the fourth inning. Max Muncy leads the inning off with a base hit. Justin Turner then singles. So runners on at the corners for Will Smith, who hits a sacrifice fly. That scores Muncy. The next hitter after that is A.J. Pollock. Three balls, two strikes. Runner at first and one away. Ray's delivery. High fly ball, deep center field. Kane going back at the track, and he will run out of room. It is gone. A.J. Pollock with a two-run blast, and the Dodgers extend that lead. It's 6-1 to one, L.A. They would get another run in the fifth inning with one out. Corey Seager at the plate. Pitch to Seager. That one's driven down the right field line, heading towards the pole. Doesn't matter. That's gone. Corey Seager with a solo home run. Third homer of the game for the Dodgers. 7-1 L.A. Julio Arias would pitch into the seventh inning. He eventually would come out of the game. He would be replaced by former Brewer Phil Bickford, who closes out uh, the seventh. Mitch White throwing the eighth for the Dodgers. Uh, In the bottom of the eighth inning for the Dodgers, Ray continuing to pitch for the Brewers uh, with uh, one out. Trey Turner doubles. That brings up Max Muncie. Two-0 pitch. Muncie drives one to right. Back. Warning track. Wall caught. No! 
Oh, it's dropped. Tyrone Taylor had a chance at it. Right up against the wall and hit off the fence. Trey Turner scores. Muncy's going to have an extra base hit. The Brewers had only collected one hit going into the ninth inning. You had to go uh, all the way uh, back to that Eduardo Escobar double in the first inning for the Brewers' only hit of the day. They were also uh, one hit earlier this season. The second game of the season against Minnesota, they came up with just one hit. So they were at risk of being one hit in the second game of the season and second to last game of the season. But no worry about that as David Price ends up coming in to pitch in the ninth inning for the Dodgers. He would get uh, Colton Wong to ground out, but then that would bring up Willie Adamas. Another 3-2 pitch to Adamas. Swing and a fly ball hit to right. That's very well struck. Back is Bats at the warning track at the wall, and Adamas has gone deep. 25th home run of the season for Willie Adamas. And now it's 8-2. And they weren't done yet. Next hitter is Eduardo Escobar. One in the first, one in the ninth. Now Escobar lines one down the left field line fair. Escobar rounds first. He's headed for second. He's going to be in with a double. And that is career hit number 1,000 for Eduardo Escobar. Yeah, there you go. A cool milestone for him happening in his time with the Brewers. Eduardo Escobar will always have collected his 1,000th career hit as a Brewer. So he's on at second. Christian Yelich then walks. Runners on at first and second for Tyrone Taylor. Swain a bouncer. Left side through base hit. They're going to send Escobar around third. Here's the throw from Taylor. It is offline. It's a run scoring single for Tyrone Taylor. It's 8-3. to three. Yeah, Brewers making a little bit of noise. The bullpen getting up for the Dodgers, but Lorenzo Cain would come up to the plate. He would end up grounding into a double play, and that would end the contest. Dodgers go to 105 and 56, while the Brewers drop to 95 and 66. Winning totals for Los Angeles: eight runs, nine hits, no errors. They leave one. For the Brewers, three runs, four hits, no errors. They leave three. Winning pitcher, Arias, he gets his 20th win of the year. He's the only 20-game winner this year in Major League Baseball. The loss to Corbin Burns, he drops to 11-5. and five. Home runs in the game for the Dodgers. Turner, Justin Turner is 27th. A.J. Pollock is 21st. Corey Seager hits his 16th of the year for the Brewers. Willie Adamas is 25th. The game lasting two hours and 53 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 49,705 folks at Dodger Stadium. Brewers and Dodgers get set for the season finale, at least the regular season finale. We'll preview that, and uh, we'll also tell you what else is going on in Major League Baseball and what the playoff races look like going into the final day of the Major League Baseball regular season. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan on WTMJ. Brewers lose to the Dodgers by an 8-3 score. Could be a wild final day of the regular season across Major League Baseball, and the Brewers will play a role in this. Giants lead the Dodgers by one game. So if the Dodgers win tomorrow and the Giants lose to the Padres, that would force a game 162 between the Giants and Dodgers, with the winner of that game taking the NL West and going right to the division series. The loser of that game would go to uh, the wild card game to match up against the St. Louis Cardinals. So a lot on 
on the line. Dodgers do not control their own destiny. They do need help from the Padres. The more entertaining race is what's going on in the American League. By the way, Padres beat the Giants today 3-2 to get things to that spot. The more entertaining action going on for the American League wild cards. Both wild card spots up for grabs in the American League. Games impacting it today. Rays over the Yankees 12-2. Blue Jays over the Orioles 10-1. Red Sox over the Nationals 5-3. And the Mariners come back to defeat the A's by a 6-4 score. So this is what it looks like right now in the American League wildcard. As it sits right now, the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees are one game up on the Seattle Mariners and Toronto Blue Jays. So if either the Red Sox or the Yankees win their games tomorrow, they are assured of one of the wild card spots. However, if either of those teams or both those teams end up losing and either the Seattle Mariners or Toronto Blue Jays or each of those teams end up winning, that's where chaos could end up playing out where you could potentially have a three-way playoff for just the second wild card. You could have a four-way playoff involving all the wild cards. Like there's just there's a lot that could end up happening. So if you want chaos tomorrow, you are rooting for the Red Sox and the Yankees to lose, and you're rooting for the Mariners and the Blue Jays to win, as that would create a four-way tie for the two wild card spots, and that would be a whole lot of fun here uh, to uh, wrap up the regular season as that would prompt uh, some uh, some play-in games to be able to get uh, into the playoffs. So we'll see how it all plays out. You know, you just know the Tampa Bay Rays would love to knock the Yankees into a situation like that. Generally, when I talk about these games not being evenly yoked, uh, you see the team that has a lot more on the line playing well. I promise you, Yankees Rays tomorrow, the Rays are going to put their best effort on the field in order to try to, uh, to win that game and impact the Yankees in a bad way. Those two teams do not like each other. Uh, Walker Buehler, from what we understand, is going to be the probable pitcher for the Dodgers going into this final game. Uh, Craig Council did not announce the starter for the Brewers. However, he did say it will be a bullpen game. 2-10 first pitch tomorrow, 135 network coverage. You can hear it on 94.5 ESPN. Myself and Jerry Augustine, we will come your way after the game. Again, tomorrow's game, 94.5 ESPN. Look forward to talking to you then.